Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Quantum Communicator. I'm your host, Victor Schiller, and I'm so glad to have you with me today. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you a fantastic conversation that I had with the energy reader, John Sherry. Uh, John is a very remarkable man. I had John on my show before, and we spent a lot of time just talking about what John does in general. But after that interview, I said, John, I want to have you back. Would you mind coming back on with me? Because I want to get into some deeper things with you. And he was very gracious in, in agreeing to come back. And we had a wonderful conversation, and I'm going to share it with you today. Uh, what John was talking about and what we were getting into is what is happening? How is the world shifting? And how is the world's energy shifting? And it was a, a fantastic conversation that, that he had shared with me because he introduced me to and explained to me uh, some concepts about how the world is changing around us and how uh, people are are starting to to come alive again. They're they're starting to feel different, and uh, it's like people are kind of kind of coming out of this this hibernation that they've been in, uh, like a holistic hibernation. And what I really liked about it was that he talked about how we're going to go through this this sort of flip. We're we're starting to see a flip where we go from our head to our heart as he called it, and he referred to it as a, a birthquake. It's kind of like being born. It's this shift, and it's a shift uh, to to people that matter to us. It's a shift in how we think and where our priorities are. It was a, a fantastic conversation. Now, if you don't know about John, uh, like I said, John is a, just a remarkable person. If you go to his website, theenergyreader.com, uh, he explains how when he was a child, he would see colors everywhere, and he would feel the energy of of the colors, and he would feel the energy of the people that he that he meets. and And if you've ever had a conversation with John, uh, it's 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 quite entertaining, and it's it's quite interesting because um, he's picking up on things that that the average ordinary people like you and me can't. and And I know that off off of the the recordings and and off camera, so to speak, he's asked me questions that there's no way anybody would ever know uh, without having known me a little bit better. There's only a few, pe- a few people who know uh, these things about me, and he's asked me questions about things that I have no idea of, and uh, it's, been, it's just a total mind-blower. So uh, the thing that John does is he works with people. He, he has the ability to read people's energy and see the form that it takes, and, and then he helps people understand how to harness it to improve their lives. And he can see what other people can't. Like I said, he sees beyond the obvious. And he sense, senses what, what we don't really pick up. And he really helps us uh, change our mindset and, and identify a new approach. And so if you're not familiar with John's work, I encourage you to, to go to his website, theenergyreader.com, and just check him out. It's, it's really cool. But what I want to do is I want to jump into this conversation because I know you're going to really enjoy it, and I think that you'll really get something out of it. I know I did about this whole evolution, this whole shift. And actually, at the end of the interview, I asked him what to expect for 2016. And so I hope you really enjoy this interview with the energy reader, John Sherry. John, thank you so much for joining me. Glad to have you. Good morning. 
How was life today, Victor, on the other side of the pond? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Sun is shining. We're good. We can't complain. Yeah. Well, last time we talked, uh, we had talked about some uh, ideas that were sort of fundamental to what you talk about, what you what you do. We we sort of talked about um, what it is that you do and how you forecast things and how things come across as a forecast. Yeah. But um, what I wanted to focus on uh, in our second interview together is um, a, a concept that maybe builds on that or maybe um, beyond just uh, the basics, expanding a little bit into something that can be valuable to us or something that can that can benefit us or gives us something to think about. And you had mentioned that uh, you wouldn't mind talking about um, what, what you call an awakening. And I wanted to know if you could tell us a little bit more about what this awakening is, what it means to you, and what it means to us. Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me back. It um, gives me a bit of high vibes to be here. I hope everyone's having a great time <laughs> listening to this. And uh, uh, yeah, see, the awakening, it's a bit of a phase we're going through now more as a kind of planet, as a consciousness, mankind, or shall we say people kind in the modern world. We're all, we're all together in this. Um, and we're getting a shift where a lot of people, uh, firstly and strongly, would be the spiritual-based people. Uh, and I went through this perhaps over the last two years where uh, I'm awareness that my life up to this point, I didn't feel as though I fitted on this planet. You know, a lot of people born out of the mid-60s and late-60s, um, they came into the planet, they kind of carried a gift, they carried something about them. Uh, you know, it could be something, it could be a pure spiritual gift, like psychic or that thing, but it could just be they understand people's thoughts. They seem to know what people were thinking, or they could, they could sense maybe um, what was going on in life that others couldn't. And they had this gift, but they didn't seem to fit. Everyone else was doing the opposite. And all the things they liked, no one else did. And also they began to become a bit of a loner. Maybe they were ridiculed because they didn't understand why people couldn't see or hear or feel what they did. And so they gradually, gradually, gradually began to slip away into their own little life. And in many cases, that meant they felt lost, disconnected in the wilderness, part of the world, but not part of the world. As in, I'm physically here, but you know, I seem to be from somewhere else, not here. And so a real tearing apart of a lot of people, and I'm sure it's what's being called in the psychology and counseling as your demons, and, and it's actually not. It's reverse. You didn't have demons inside you. You had angels and heavens. You just didn't know it because you went back into a bit of a darker phase instead of coming out into the light. But over recent years, people have begun to say, feel different. You know, I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. Things are changing. You know, I'm meeting others like me. There seems to be something out there that mm, I, I like this. And they just may be revisiting the past and it beginning to make sense. And so they begin to come out of this kind of what I call holistic hibernation and say, maybe it's safe to come out again. And they want to explore a bit more. Um, so you've got the spiritual based people doing that. But similar is a lot of people who have, may have just lived an inauthentic life. You know, they've done a career path. They've done the 2.4 children. They've got the property. They've got the car. They've got the pension. So what? It's just not me. I'm not fulfilled. And they're starting to ask questions. And for the first time, uh, the Mayans talked about, everyone thought the planet was ending. All we've done is we flipped. We've gone from the head and what we should do to now the heart and the insides of what we're here to do. And that's the awakening phase that's beginning to kind of really develop now. So that, that's really fascinating. Um, and and I, can, I can sort of see how both of those things are are pertinent. I, I can I can think of of uh, 
my own life over the past uh, couple of years, the same thing where where uh, I, I feel like something has shifted within me and, and things continue to shift. Um, thinking about uh, the early part of this year uh, where where I was really making a focus personally on um, my own inner development. I spent a lot of time uh, in isolation, a lot of time uh, in, in quiet. I would surround myself with nature and nothing but nature. Uh, and and I felt like it, it was such a, a growth for me and, and, and things have changed for me even just just over the past uh, this year, but I, I really do agree with you that there is a, a need to break through this inauthentic way of living. I, um, there is sort of this idea that, uh, like you had mentioned, we need to uh, you need to go to school, you need to go to college, you need to get a job, a job that sounds important, sounds prestigious, a job that will. Uh, make you the kind of money you like to. You want to have a, a house and the kids and and that life, but you're almost hollow inside. Yeah. You're, you're you're doing it. You're doing it for what? What are you What are you doing it for? For the sake to say you can have that you have it that you're doing it. Um, but but there's something within you that that rings hollow. Now my question is, thinking about this from from the other point of view. Because um, people might be wondering this as well. What about the rest of the world that is sort of behind behind the, the times as far as the shift? So you've got you've got traditional industry, you've got traditional uh, the traditional corporate world, you've got the traditional these traditional um, institutions. How are how do you foresee that they're going to respond and react to this sort of change? As more people are going to be coming awake and, and awaken, and they're going to say, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. You know what, um, this is this is a job that I don't like, and I'm going to be leaving. Uh, more and more people are going to be feeling that way. How are these how are these large these large institutions going to respond and react to that? Yeah, very good question, and I think it's very topical. And you, you're almost seeing the answer already in the last few years. We're seeing the breakdown. So we get the breakdown, so we can get the breakthrough. Um, you see the globalized profits that, that companies have had. Of course, we've had a world global money crisis because of banks. Um, and a lot of companies now, people are seeing through them. They're saying, well, hang on, they don't care about me. They only, they only really just want my money. So already the breakdown is being forced upon business world. And the business world's changing. It's beginning to be really, um, certainly, I noticed from the smaller companies upwards, I think it's not going to be a drip, a drip down from the top. The top set. I got the power. I'm sitting here on my throne. I'm not going to give you anything. Keep coming to me. And and the smaller guys are going to say, that's okay. We'll we'll do our stuff. We'll we'll just keep spreading the right message, and it'll ripple out. So you get the smaller companies doing the right thing. It's about connection. It's about oneness. It's about um, we got a story over here where there was um was a, a supermarket brand called Waitrose, and um there was we had Remembrance Day yesterday. I don't know if you commemorate the same in the states. But we commemorate the, you know, the wars and the people who've lost their lives. And this uh, soldier changed his uh, uh, his kit, went into the uh, local waitress supermarket, and they found out that this soldier had done that and he'd been there. The manager went and got him a special cake and gave it to him for no cost and just said, thank you for all you've done for us. And that wouldn't wow. have happened in the past. People are beginning to say, do you know what? It, it just matters because people matter. So I think it won't start from the biggest uh, corporations. When you've got power, you don't want to let it go. And if it's worked for you, you keep doing it. 
it has to come from the smaller companies upwards that see the new message. And it will be the people. The people will fight with their feet. The people will fight with their, will say things with what they do and how they are. So it'll be, we've got social media now. Why do you think that's come in, in big in the last 10 years? Ready for the shift. If people don't like what companies are doing, they'll spread that message and we'll spread it the right way. So do you know what? What are we doing right now? We're putting some energy out there and there's probably lots of shows doing the same. Yours is the best, of course. And there's, just, <laughs> there's lots of, you know, got to be said. Um, and there's lots of people doing great stuff out there and that's what's going to happen. And it's happening every single day. And so it's already begun. The power has shifted. Okay, well, and that makes a lot of sense, and I, and I that resonates with me. I I get it. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, so so from a from a standpoint of um, an individual now who's starting to feel this shift or has been feeling this sort of shift, but they're kind of caught between, um, boy, I, I've still got commitments. I've still got these. I've still got these um, obligations whether they're financial, whether there's family, whether they're whatever they are. So I feel the shift. I'm ready for it. What do I do next? So so what do you think the next step is for people who are aware that the shift is happening within them and that they're contemplating uh, taking that step and, and taking a step into something else? <clears throat> what is your recommendation? What do you, what do you, what do you believe the next step is for them? Well, that's a great question because it taps into really what people are going through at the moment. Um, it's what I call the birthquake. Um, so it's a bit like an earthquake where your ground is shifting. Everything that you're used to, your home, where you are, is shifting underneath you. Yet equally, you're, you're, it's birth. It, it, you can't help it. You know, When you're born, you're not going to stop it. You're coming through. Here I go. And I think that's what's happening. And they've got this shifting ground. And they're not sure what's happening. And in some cases, of course, the shifting ground will be people that matter to us. I mean, it could be that I, I really don't want to be a lawyer anymore. I want to. I want to go out and, um, you know, I want to sell healing for pet for pets. Um, but my my wife adores me. But hang on, we've got this good lifestyle. What are we going to do? And and that that's the questions of it. But ultimately, I'm a big believer that you know if I've got someone in my life who's special and that loves me, and I want to do something that keeps me alive and happy, and I come back every day, I'm so thriving. I got a smile on my face. I'll be so abundant and passionate, it'll, it'll ripple out to the world, so our life won't be affected. It's that letting go stage, this birthquake stage, that's the problem. Uh, and equally, if you've got someone in your life who really adores you and loves you, say, look, you know, I, need, I need to go and set up a you know, special business uh, to do with spirituality or new service or something. So long as you share it from your heart. You know, in the past, we've shared it from the pocket. We've said, you know, honey, I need to go and do this. Uh, you know, it's, we're going to make lots of money. We'll have a nice pension and a nice house all assets but really Victor at the heart we do it for love and what matters so I said look I want to do this I need to do this you know I've not been happy this is what's me and I'm, I'm just going to love you more and, and, and this is you know your partner will see you come alive they'll see this person and you know what I think you'll get in a flow you think of I, I the analogy I'll have is two analogies it's a little bit like a caged animal it's been you know in a zoo for 50 years or whatever and then it gets to the point where it comes to be released and then it goes to this wonderful wilderness and the gate opens and it stays in the cage. It says, well, I know I should be out there where it's all meant to be and I'm free, but I'm used to the cage. And then eventually it peeks its head out and then it goes and it can't let go. And it's gone. It's, it's in where it's meant to be. Another analogy is, a, is a, a jet plane. You know, It uses so much energy to get off the ground 
and it goes through the clouds and it's buffeted and so on. And then when it gets above the clouds, it gets in the jet stream and everything's beautiful and it just goes and it flows. So I think a lot of the people are in that change element and they just got to go with where's right to them. And I go back to the fact that if you do something that makes you happy and alive, you'll be successful and you'll make it work. So it's just that adjustment from what we've had to really what's better. Follow your heart, follow your spirit, follow yourself. All will be well in the end. It's just this little phase of a birthquake where wobbly ground, ooh, what's going on? So if I'm so if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is I really like that uh, that if you if you follow your heart and you and you follow uh that I guess uh in the spirit of things, you're, you're following. You're following the spirit. You're feeling. You're following your heart. You're, you're going after. I shouldn't say going after, but you're you're serving what serves you. You're caring for the people that you care for. Oh, there's that's gonna that's gonna bring so much uh, abundance to your life as far as the energy, right? Is that is that is yeah, that what you're saying? Absolutely. That, that and maybe the it's the other way around. The other way around is for years people probably haven't done that. So they're looking at their life and they're saying, well, yeah, I've got these nice things. But I, I don't feel nice inside. So when people start to change to an inner compass, their inner self, that's where all the best feelings are. I mean, to be honest, Victor, I could buy a new Chevy tomorrow or I could go out and get a, you know, I could get a Baskin Robbins and stuff myself silly and I feel good for a, a while, not very long probably, but that soon fades. We're moving into a time when people will have inner stuff that matters to them. They've got to answer to their inner stuff. This is about fulfillment. This is about purpose. This is about following your own inner light. And when you connect to the inner things that matter to you, standards even, values, uh, whatever ma makes a difference, that's when we become powerful. That's when we become happier. That's when we follow our own flame. We ignite and things start to happen. So I think it's the other way around. It's not about people losing anything anymore. It's gaining themselves and suddenly that's a game changer. Just jotting that down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good one. That's, that's, that's good stuff. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, so this this awakening, this this birthquake that we that, that you mentioned, sort of uh, bringing bringing the inner stuff into focus and, and concentrating on the on the inner. How do you see that? I mean, we're going through the phase now of the of the awakening, and 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 um, the the focus is changing. We're focusing more on people, and we're focusing more on the inner stuff. So, what do you? What do you foresee as far as um, if you can if you can do your best job of, of looking into your crystal ball as far as what what the what the eventual effects of this is going to be? So when you think about this awakening and and things are going to change and we start with the small businesses first and we're going to have this ripple kind of ripple effect, but it's going to go from the bottom up and things are going to change. So let's say that we look ahead. I don't know. Let's say within the next twenty five to thirty years. What do you see as the impact of this time that we're going through right now, the awakening? What do you see happening in in those next couple of decades? Well, I think the first thing will be, if you're looking at a, a normal human level on existence, is I think we'll get back to a lot more of communities. Uh, we've, we moved from 100 years ago to local communities, farming and uh, you know produce and everything, serving the, the, the smaller communities to huge, large, global you know feeding of, of people. And I think we'll go back to more communities where people will celebrate being where they are. And even if they've got larger cities, I think what you'll get, which you're starting to see in London, is almost like little mini, like Greenwich Village. It's become a little enclave of itself. 
and the people within that kind of celebrate their life as part of a bigger whole, but they live within a smaller zone. So I think we'll reduce our our zones of living, if you like, and and have uh, more people that we feel connected to in our lives. Um, I think the way we'll also see a lot more in the way of um, greater relationship development. I, I think we'll see marriage coming back. I think mean, a lot of people will start to feel the connection. They've been separated from their heart. So we'll see a lot of reconciliations and a lot of people uh, coming back that way. Um, and that's a, that's a big thing. But I, I, I perceive the greatest will be that spirituality. And, and by that, I mean uh, a belief that we're all here together. We're all connected, um, that we are whatever you may see your God to be. It's a loving, benevolent person, a being that you are the same part as that. We'll start to see business done on a more spiritual lines. And I think you'll get more declaration of it. So you'll suddenly have businesses that, as you said, probably not the huge ones to start with, but say, you know, we're, we're going to do, we're, we're based on a, a, a spirituality. We're changing our ethic. This is our new message. So you'll see a lot more of that happening. And beyond the 25 years, you know, if you look at what's happened with Justin Trudeau, I mean, there, there's already a great example of a Canadian who's come in and he's got 50-50 with men and women. He's got minorities. He's got disabled. He's got um, people with, a, you know, from the ancient tribes with a voice. This man is already connected to the oneness. So you're going to see lots of governments where leaders will become more uh, universal in who they connect to. Their message will be one more of we don't fight, we talk, we share, we give. Uh, and, and, and also the greatest of it all as we flip from the head, which is very male dominant power to the heart, women will be the new future. They all have more say, more influence. Um, and we expect that women will be the ones that will um, more nurturing and caring and supportive. So, you know, and you put them all together, we might even have women running businesses that are very spiritually based that does great things for the world and communities. How about that for a prediction? That's awesome. That's awesome. Makes me I feel love good. It. I love it. <laughs> it does. It does. This is great. This has been wonderful. And I, I know we've got a, a, a few minutes left okay. with our conversation on this topic. Um, but I know that um, I, I always like to go back and, and talk about what it is that you do yeah. on a day-to-day basis and what you do to, to have an impact on the world and, and, and what we do. And so um, if you wouldn't mind sharing with us again uh, what your website is, what you do for people, and then also if you wouldn't mind uh, sharing with us a little bit, give us a little uh, taster on, on what the energy is right now and what yeah. we can expect in, even in the next couple of months, that would be fantastic. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm going to be uh, a little bit naughty by giving you uh, the energy for 2016. I haven't even shot the video yet. I like yet. it. Uh, I like so it. <laughs> you've got you've got a world first here. Uh, first of all, uh, it's theenergyreader.com, and uh, I work with people on energy. So up, up to now, um, up to this point, I've done mainly private clients, uh, and what I do is I would define their energy for them. It's a bit like if I see if I see you now, I'm seeing Victor, you know, in his study, and and and. But if I see your energy, I can see a different form of it. And so I've been working with private clients, helping them use the energy. Of course, we're under the radar because. We haven't made the full shift yet where eventually you might get business people saying, I run a business in London. I've been very successful, but I went to John for a reading. And so we'll get that shift. Um, so I've been moving more into being out there a lot more, doing more speak, speaking and talks. But um, it, it, I just like a lot of my time like on Facebook. You'll see me there, John Sherry. I like just to put good energy out there. That's what I've been doing. And I want to expand it out for more events and more talks in the future to get more people to say energy, if you like, is safe. Don't worry about it. You know, you can really use it for your good. 
Energy, look, uh, one thing I forgot to say very quickly is uh, what's the number one term in the world for money? It's currency. And what's currency? Yeah. Currency is energy. So you yeah. see, everything's energy, loves energy. So it's really helping people to understand that with energy, you can achieve things. So we come into 2016, as I talked about, and uh, I've already got the vibe, if you like, for next year. So um, people can't see the video until January. So all you listeners out there, you're getting world first here for Victor. So support him <laughs> because he's uh, got it out of me. Um, is the energy of 2016 is the energy of exploration. And we're going to explore more. And these are going to go in two directions. We're going to explore ourselves more as individuals and become happy with it ourselves. So a lot more inner journeys going on. But people as a mankind and, and womankind and people kind of going to explore new uh, areas. We're going to explore spirituality. I'd expect space of, uh, exploration to go in new directions as well. So it's a time for exploring your life, a time for exploring new things about yourself and understanding yourself better. Because as in one, as in all, for you as an individual, exploring what it is about you, who you are, what you stand for, what you feel, and then rippling that out into the world will be the same for your city, the same for your country, the same for the world at large. So expect everything exploration to start taking off next year as people align their energy of the awakening and the shift with exploring their own lives more. And I think you might see companies set up that will help you create your new life. There'll be adventurers with you, if you like. So it's a new vista starting. And we've just started a new energy era. 31 years have just finished. We're starting a new one. So it's all good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks for the, the 2016 forecast, the preview. I love yeah. it. And uh, and uh, and um, for those of you who who are who are uh, tuning in and, and listening to this, uh, the the newsletters are fantastic. They they give you that that energy forecast. But it, the videos are great. It's just it's a it's a great resource. And and I love your newsletters. And I think they're a fantastic resource. So I want to thank you for that. And also thank you for joining me. Thank you, everyone. Have a keep your vibe alive and have a great day. All the best, Victor. Thank, thank you. And what I really like about talking with John is that I always walk away feeling much more positive and much more optimistic about being a human being on this earth. Uh, he's a wonderful person to talk to. And I wanted to just, again, uh, tell you a little bit more about John. John, again, he, he has his website, theenergyreader.com. Make sure you go and check that out. Uh, he's got lots of information there. What I highly recommend you do, if you're not going to do anything else, go to his website, and sign up for his sign up for his uh, his newsletter because what he does is he sends out a newsletter with an energy forecast and it's really cool it's it's kind of like the energy forecast that he had that he had given us for 2016 except he gives us a, a shorter window but it's it's really cool really really awesome the other thing I I recommend you do I highly recommend you do if you're on Facebook go to Facebook and look for something called the John's messages the T-H-E, John's, J-O-H-N-S, Messages. And just go on to uh, the John's Messages. It's actually Facebook.com slash the John's Messages. Because I think this is one of the most uh, unknown places on Facebook that gives you so much value and so much impact. If you want to go on to Facebook and you want to feel better about your life, feel better about your day, this this website, this I'm sorry, this Facebook page is just awesome. He has videos on here. They're very optimistic. They're very upbeat. Uh, fantastic quotes. Uh, fantastic messages for you. I love it. 
I, after I got done talking with John in this interview, I went and found this, and I and I make sure that I reference it very early and very often because uh, it's a it's a great resource. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it, and I hope that you were inspired by John's message, and I hope that you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for joining me once again, and we'll see you next time on the Quantum Communicator. Take care. Goodbye. <laughs>